When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance on today's episode. The heat is on Harden. The suns are rising from the ashes in Phoenix. And Hembo needs all kinds of help. The members of the hashtag crew have reassembled. Let's go. Here we go. Go, go. Only one place to start. I know right now there's a lot of smoke around Baker Mayfield and people are down on Baker. He handled it wrong because he allowed his feelings to get involved. But I am surprised that it's such a limited market. Another potential landing spot for Baker Mayfield has already come out and said that they're out. All right, so Baker Mayfield had us all yelling at each other today on Get Up, and we are delighted to carry that over here. Diana Russini, Mike Tannenbaum, good enough to stick around in studio with the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. So, Diana, here's what has happened. And, and, and listen, there's an expression I've been using for a great many years, and, and you are welcome to share it with me. Like most geniuses, mm-hmm. I will not be fully appreciated until long after my time. Absolutely. So others look at the Baker Mayfield situation and say, well, he doesn't want to be there because his feelings are hurt. And as a consequence, the Browns need to just let him go. Here's what I say. The Browns are going to have to pay him $19 million, Tannenbaum, to walk out the door. Deshaun Watson is going to get suspended. I was with Goodell on Thursday night. I asked him about it. And it's really kind of out of his hands now. I can't see any way in the world he plays the first half of this season. He's going to be suspended half a season, I believe, at minimum. As a consequence, are you better off letting Baker Mayfield just walk out the door, go do whatever he wants, go play for somebody else, and pay him $19 million? Or have a guy who has been your quarterback for all these years, who knows your offense, who led you to the playoffs two years ago in your building, and let him play the games, or at least have some chance that he might play the games. You're going you're gonna to let him go because he's decided that he's, his feelings are hurt and he doesn't want to be there anymore. This doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I think there's just too much water under the bridge. And as Swagoo pointed out on Get Up Greeny, they signed not one but two quarterbacks, Jacoby Brissett and Deshaun Watson. And I think their calculus is, Jacoby Brissett's the ultimate hold-the-fort quarterback. And, I'm, look, it does make sense objectively, especially if you're Baker. It's your only chance to start at this point. But I think there's just too much water on the bridge. And, I, and I've been in that situation before where, you know, you sort of cut your losses. As you, of course, remind me, you know, with Chad Pennington, once we got far, we moved on from him. And you make these sort of, like, difficult decisions. But I think for Cleveland, like, I just think the die has been cast. Yeah. Okay, but, but die that has been cast here is a Diana Rossini. Look— <laughs> If they didn't get Watson, if Watson took the money in Atlanta or New Orleans, which, candidly, I think that's what he wanted to do, and Cleveland just kept piling on dollars until they couldn't say no anymore, yeah. Baker Mayfield would still be their quarterback, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, Mike T, usually when I'm in agreement with Mike G, I know there's a big problem, and that's what <laughs> happened today. Because we both have the same thought. Because you're right, Mike T, on paper you're looking at this and you're thinking, if I'm Baker Mayfield, if I'm his agent, I'm saying, maybe we got to fix this. Maybe this breakup is repairable. Just so you can go out there, get back on the field, and it can be a tryout of sorts to just show other teams, all right, I've grown, 
uh, can play well. Because let's say he has some success. He mm-hmm. could. Look at this roster. They could be really good. And I think if Baker kind of shows, look, I've grown, then his stock goes up. But it's going to take the Cleveland Browns willing to do that. And I think that's where Mike T has the issue. And it makes a lot of sense. Well, but you're saying, Diana, that you think it's the Browns side that wouldn't do it, not the Baker side that wouldn't I think do it? It's, I think the Browns have told us what they want the future to be. No, of course. But the future doesn't start yet. It's that's eight. the point. The future cannot start until Deshaun Watson is eligible to play. And that is going to be a while. I don't want to say that having teammates come out and vocally uh, show support for a player is is the correct barometer at all times of whether or not they like that guy. But through all this, I have yet to see a Cleveland Brown, and look, I don't follow every Cleveland Brown player. I have yet to see a player, a teammate of Baker's, come out swinging for their guy, saying he deserves a shot. Maybe right. not with us anymore, but someone's got to sign this guy. He's this, 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 this. And, and that, to me, that's where it sits a little weird. You know what's interesting about that, guys, is I went to Oklahoma when Baker was coming out. We did a, we spent a whole day with him. He was beloved in that building by a sec- secretaries, assistants, trainers. Like, he yeah. was beloved. But I agree, like, something has changed there. And I just feel like, you know, Greeny, there's a great expression, what fear does the work of reason. Like, if I'm Baker, it makes sense for me to be there from a football standpoint. I just think he could have handled things differently. I don't know what's changed, but you look at guys like Tyrod Taylor, Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan. Like, they've all gone through things, and they've kind of been – Above the fray, guys, and you you know I love this expression, like Baker Mayfield is easily aggrieved. Like, right. He's always the victim. Yeah, but w- what would you do different if you if you were Baker? Not post on Instagram, not demand a trade. What, what could he have done differently? Come, come from a place of gratitude. You made me the first pick in the draft. You changed my life forever. I was a walk-on. I was a transfer. I was the first pick overall. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. If things don't work out here... I couldn't be more appreciative of what you did for my career. Yeah. And a lot of people would say that, and he wouldn't. And that's one of the reasons that he is right now a man without an island. I mean, I've never seen a player in the position that he's in. Right now, this is a very like a very unique purgatory that he's in. And we'll make this presented by Progressive Insurance. Greeny presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today under one roof. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Here's the other piece of this, though, Mike T., if I have this right, you were an agent briefly in, 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 in the middle of your many uh, career paths. If you were his agent right now, let's think about what you'd be thinking. He's going into the final year of his contract. If he doesn't play this year, he doesn't have a contract. So if he goes to New England and is the backup, which is what you're suggesting, go to Tampa and be the backup to Brady, go be a backup someplace and learn for a year, then he's going to be a guy without a he, – he will have no um, – not leverage is not the word I'm looking for. No options. one, no options. I mean, no. Who's going to pay him any money at all if they haven't seen him play for a year since this happened? He needs to play. Well, or you, you, what you hope for is the Mitch Trubisky sort of scenario where you sit for a year, you sort of try to resurrect yourself, either play well in the preseason or in some spot duty. But what say, is Trubisky getting paid? Yeah, he's not making as much as people thought. He's I think his base is like seven million dollars, but it's a pathway to be a starter again. So. Let's say he goes to New England for a year, sits there, and then let's say he's a starter for Houston in 2023, signs a one-year deal, and then maybe at 29 years old gets the big deal again. So I understand what you're saying. I think Baker would, if this actually has a chance of working, Greeny, which you would be a genius by all accounts, if it does is he needs to come out publicly and say, you know what, I slept on it, I was wrong, I would love to be here. Being at Cleveland Browns has always been meaningful to me, and if they want me to take the water out, 
in the first minicamp. I'll do whatever they want me to do. I'm just happy to be here. Other than that, and Diana, let's make this straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. What happens? Because realistically, what you and I are talking about, sensible though it might be, isn't going to happen. No, no. We live in like So, so they're going to release him, right? Eventually? I- I guess that's the next step if they don't get a deal, right? Because they're not going to want to keep him on the roster, as you alluded to. Of just why ha- he can't be in the building. He's not. He's not going to show up either. So they're going to have to eventually make that. I-, I think the best case scenario for him will be we'll see a quarterback get hurt, have a situation, whatever. The, whatever the question mark would be with whatever team, and that team then strikes a deal with the Cleveland Browns for a trade for Baker Mayfield. But now they're picking up his money? Like, if, if you're that team, Mike Tannenbaum, are you, are you sending $18 million to Cleveland? No, I'm not. And actually, if you guys remember going back five or six years ago, Cleveland, ironically, was the first team that did it. They traded for Brock Osweiler mm-hmm. and got Brock Osweiler and a second-round pick. They basically bought one. And I, I was thinking that's maybe the only hope they have is do they send Baker Mayfield and maybe – a three next year or two the year after to Team X. For and- like a six? I mean, that's hilarious. Right. right. You're Baker Mayfield, and you're now being packaged with a higher draft pick that's right. in order for someone to want you. That's what I mean. Like, he needs to recognize where he is. That, that's what we're talking about. Like, he's acting like a person who has been aggrieved, see? to your point, and maybe he does see it that way, but he needs to recognize that's not the way the rest of the world sees this. Mike, when we listened to him on that podcast that he did about two weeks ago when we were breaking it down of yeah. w- some of the takeaways from that interview, th- the word I kept using after listening to that was panic. Because I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I think he's aware of it. Diana, I think he knows now. But let me ask you guys this. Like, like I would have bet, and I'm not a betting man, all the money in the world that at some point in the spring he was going to come out and say, I feel disrespected. Like, you knew he was going to say that at some point, and that's what's so disappointing. Like, he lacks self-awareness right now. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. In life, you kind of have to know who you are. Like, I'm doing pretty well here at ESPN. I totally get that. This is my show. If Bob Costas (laughs) called and said, I want to come host that show, they'd give it to him, and they would be absolutely right to because he's better than me. Deshaun Watson is better than Baker Mayfield. It's not insulting Baker Mayfield to say Deshaun Watson is better than you. He's better than practically everyone, and that's the business that they're all in. See, I, I appreciate your self-awareness in that situation. I don't agree, by the way. But what makes either. some of these athletes great is the fact that they do believe they're the best quarterback in the league. That has helped them get to where but, they're but at. So now he's got to have an attitude of, I'm not as great. But Diana, to Greeny's point, like, and I've talked to players for 25 years about it, like, it's context. Like, there's context. Like, you're no longer the first-round pick. You're, that's ancient history. What have you done for us lately? Cleveland just made the judgment that they think Watson's better than you. You'll have an opportunity to prove him wrong at some other point. But right now, like, you, you're acting like you're hurting. Your actions are dictating that you're hurting yourself. You make me feel like telling you this story, so I will, because <clears throat> you tried to, and I don't know, this might be the ultimate case of kissing up to the host by suggesting that Bob Costas, who's the single greatest sports broadcaster that ever lived, is not better than me. But let me tell you a quick story about Mike Tirico. So years and years ago, it, Cleveland was where we were going, ironically. We were going to Cleveland to do Mike and Mike from the NBA Finals. And Tariko was still working for us at ESPN, and he was doing the NBA Finals on radio. We have massive thunderstorms. Mike gets to Cleveland. I do not. My flight doesn't leave. I'm at LaGuardia all night. I don't make it. So I'm getting on the first flight to Cleveland in the morning. I'm going to miss like the first hour, hour and a half of the show. Tariko, because he's a mensch, says, uh, agrees to come in and host like the first two hours with Mike until I get there. So I land in Cleveland. 
They pick me up in a car. They're racing me over to where we're doing the show. And I've got the show on. I'm listening. And I'm listening to Tariko hosting. And I turned to the guy driving after about 10 minutes and I said, Drive faster. This guy, <laughs> this guy is better than me. <laughs> and, and I, I, you know, you have to understand where you are in life. So when Deshaun Watson gets on that field and starts slinging it around, Baker Mayfield, if he has an ounce of self-awareness, will say, well, I may not be better than that guy, but I'm better than a lot of other mm-hmm. people in this league, and I need to start acting the way quarterbacks act. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it comes yeah. down to. You can't act the way he's acting and expect someone to say, oh, sure, we'll make you the face of our franchise and entrust you with the keys to the kingdom because that's what they are doing i don't want to be the social media uh rep for our society today but and i don't want to get too philosophical but most of us are on instagram or on twitter all of us for information for just entertainment right to me and at least the people i follow the trend is airing out everything Everyone shares every little detail of their life. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way we do things now. And I don't think that necessarily should uh, be the case in the NFL, unfortunately. You don't see the CEO of our company tweeting his feelings after a bad meeting or a bad uh, hiring, let's say. Um, I think this is a little bit of the discussion that that we could have of, how much of this is just where we're at in 2022 no, that's versus right. the days? But you know who else doesn't do it? Josh Allen doesn't do it. Justin Herbert doesn't do it. Uh, you can uh, argue, Patrick though, Mahomes they're in better it. situations, Mike. Well, everyone's in a better situation than he is now, but they wouldn't do it in that situation because yeah. someone would be standing there saying to him, don't do that because I, I, that'll ruin the next place. Yeah, and to, to your point, like like the ultimate like bar is, imagine Tyrod Taylor. Imagine if that happened to Baker Mayfield. Oh. There, there, it would be like, you know, he would be buying airtime on every network. So, like, <laughs> he had a lung punctured by a team doctor. like, mm-hmm. oh And gosh. lost his job because of it. Yeah, and, and he's still in the yeah. league in a meaningful position. Brian Dayball, first guy he wants, Tyrod Taylor. There's a reason for that. And to me, like, th- those are the things he has to lo- uh, to learn. And we talked about this yesterday on Get Up, Diana, but, like, even, like, Lamar Jackson with the WTF tweet, like, Google Bill Parcells' commitments of a quarterback, to your point, Greeny. Like, you want a battlefield commander. If Lamar Jackson's upset, call up John Harbaugh. Baker Mayfield, if you're upset, call up Kevin Stefanski. Yeah. Not on social media. Yeah. Remember back in the day when Eli Manning was a quarterback, I felt like we used to criticize him because we didn't get enough of that. Remember? It was like, gosh, don't you just wish Eli would show emotion? He would do... Just give us some feeling that you have a pulse, right? right? And, and, and now here we are criticizing quarterbacks for being well, too and, and Eli is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer it, with two Super Bowl rings. I mean, yep. that, that's, that's how you get to be that, not by behaving like this. All right, I have to go. Tannenbaum, you're the best. Thank you, Donnie. Can you stick around a little? We, no, we, I'm driving faster. Hembo needs your help. <laughs> we, we, need, we, need, we need to get to the bottom of this situation. That's really we'll funny. Do that as we go. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> According to research, 90% of employers plan to enhance their employee experience this year. If you need to add more employees, there's ZipRecruiter, with technology that finds qualified candidates for your job, and you can invite your top choice to apply. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Uh, we will get to what is going to be the biggest story of the summer by far as we continue in a moment. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, now to this. Although there's one game you don't want to overreact, James Harden hasn't had his magic that he's had in the past. It ain't easy winning in the playoffs. You're going to face great teams, great players, and, and you have to figure out you know ways to just win some possessions, and we're able to do that tonight. All right, let's just be obvious. Let, let's be honest, okay, as we bring together the assembled members of the hashtag crew, Hambo, Nuno, Bubba, and again, Diana's with us. But Hambo, I'm mostly looking at you because you're a Philly fan and a Sixers fan. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Whatever it is we may think of James Harden, which is to say a lot of us are not big fans of his professionalism, the way he's gone about things, um, the conditioning that he has clearly not taken, let's just say, on the same level that someone like LeBron James has, whatever else it is. It is also perfectly reasonable to say that a player, when he has had as many minutes, as much usage, and is as old as he is, is going to lose a step. But let's just be honest about what we are seeing. James Harden, as we have previously known him, is no more. If there was ever a night that James Harden needed to kick it into the next gear, it was last night in Miami without Embiid. And the reality is he doesn't have that gear anymore. Greeny, are you familiar with the work of Paul Samuelson? Help me with that. No, who is he's Paul? An, an economist of yesterday. Great first name. Mm. Oh, okay. What's he that? once said. Great first name. You know who he is? Okay. <laughs> Paul, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Diana. No, seriously. Is that someone I should know? I mean, you don't know who Paul McCartney is, and so it helps that you, I, I don't Only hear partially Paul, true. Paul Samuelson. Paul Samuelson said, when the facts change, I change my mind. What do you do, sir, when the, Eagle, uh, excuse me, when the Sixers traded for James Harden? It was, uh, I was of the opinion that they had acquired one of the top 10 offensive players of all time. Because that's what he had been. But not only is James Harden not great anymore, I'm not even sure he's good anymore. And so yesterday is a perfect example, an obvious example of the fact that he's a shell of himself. So not only am I obviously concerned that the 76ers won't beat the Heat in this series, which they might not have done with Embiid, I'm concerned that he's going to run the franchise into the ground. It doesn't take much courage to double down on a mistake. It takes a lot more courage to admit when you're wrong, and I'm hoping that your, uh, your buddy Daryl Morey decides to do that this summer. So I love Daryl. He's a Northwestern guy. I've gotten to know him a little bit over the course of time just through Northwestern connections. Um, but that really is what's going on here. He loves Harden. And I think in his vision of this, if this thing doesn't go well, and look, you, right now you have the built-in excuse. We lost Embiid. And, and losing Embiid is not an excuse. It's a reason why you're going to lose this series. To your point, I don't think they were going to win it anyway. But they had a chance. Mm-hmm. I, as I, I think I said this to you yesterday, this was not a 70-30 series in favor of Miami. With a fully healthy Embiid, I think it was 51-49 or 55-45. Now it's 90-10 because Embiid, even when he comes back, is a shell of him. So you have a fractured orbital socket and a torn ligament in your thumb. <laughs> I mean, come on. He's, he's like the walking wounded. So it's easy to explain away, well, we didn't go as far as he wanted to because of Embiid. But let's just be honest. Nuno, you are my vice president of Basketball Insight. Would you even consider giving $200 million to James Harden this offseason based on the fact that if you don't, it will make the trade you made this offseason, or excuse me, this regular season look very bad? 
No, you don't give him that money. You take the loss. You say, hey, guys, we screwed up. Because you can't give this guy, because remember, he's going to opt in, and then you're going to still, it's going to be $260 million for the next five years for this guy, who I can blow by. Like, <laughs> so, like, at this point in time, like, my lateral quickness is better. Like, you can't do this because year when is he going to want out? Like, because that's how his MO is. When is he going to want out? And on. And also, and I've heard Tim Bontemps, who does a great job of covering um, the NBA, and especially like the 76ers and things of that nature. At what point does Joe MB tell Daryl Morey, it's either him or me? Because that will happen in this situation. It might. And, and I don't think, look, ultimately, Daryl doesn't get to make that decision. General managers don't get to make $250 million decisions. Owners do. And so I think it is Embiid, if, if that's the way he sees it. And I don't know how you could see it any other way. Who says it? Now, Diana... Your husband, Kev, whom you refer to all the time, is a diehard Philly fan. So I I gave you an assignment. I asked you, text him and get his take on Harden Forrest. What did he say? Well, this just tells you that my husband's not working very much because he responded immediately. (laughs) (laughs) The guy doesn't answer one phone call all day long. Has the baby, has this, no answer. Greeny needs a question for you. Here he goes. Okay. Dot, 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 bubble. Uh, He said, I hope Harden hasn't lost a step and he's just hurt because he doesn't seem like the same player at all. And if he's not just hurt, Please do not make a mistake and sign him to that extension. There you go. So there's the voice of the fan right there. Let me give you a couple of numbers from last night that stood out to me. So we took 13 shots, only 13 shots. 12 of them were contested. Can't get an open shot. He, He ran 12 isolation plays. He scored four points on those 12 plays. There have been now three games, Greeny, this postseason where he has as many turnovers or more turnovers <laughs> than he has made field goals. Mm-hmm. Look, th- this guy's have, we're, we're watching the career arc, right? And we're watching it decline. Why would you elect to pay a player when he's clearly past his prime? If you, if you don't have old man skills, you should not pay an old man star, uh, superstar money. I, I remember opening night when, when he was playing, and do you remember how electric Philly was? <laughs> it was like a finals I was, game. Yeah, I remember I was at home watching. I was standing up, and I, I was like, why do I care so much? But I did because it, it, it definitely gave the city hope that this was the right move. Mm-hmm. And now, in one season? It, it's, I mean, in one month. I mean, it's, it's how quickly <laughs> that seemed to happen. But here's the bottom line of it, Hembo. Here's what I will say. Because baseball is your primary mm-hmm. uh, field of expertise. In baseball for years, we've had these 10-year contracts, and you know you're buying three bad ones at the end, and you're getting the seven. This would be buying the three. This would be like paying Albert Pujols when he's 41, Mm you know, $40 million a year for those three years and not getting the previous (laughs) seven. Like, that's what this decision would be. And you know what? If I had to bet on it right now, I think they're going to do it, and it's insane. Don't you? Yes, of course right I think now. it's insane. Of course I think no, it's no, no. insane. No, no, no. Don't you think they're going to do it? I think they're going to do it. Everyone knows it's insane. That decision was made in February when they traded That's what I mean. You can't trade Ben Simmons and everything else and then not do this. Right. Uh, the NBA playoffs continue here on ESPN Radio tonight. we got Celtics-Bucks game two. It's presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 6.30 Eastern on most of these stations. And then there's 303 products. They have your number with a full line of premium protectants and cleaners. They have everything you need to keep your car looking new Longer. I have a a bunch more basketball to get into, but I I kept die for a reason. So first and foremost, we should all be wishing a very happy birthday to Hembo. 
It's Hembo's birthday today. Who told you it was my birthday today? Your wife posted stuff about it. Uh, I mean, I, yes, your wife Lizzie posted uh, uh, like pictures on her Instagram to Diana's point. How old it. are you now? I'm 32 years old. 32 years old. So a happy birthday to Hembo. Well, thank so you. I have two questions for you, Diana. Sure. Um, we'll get to the more important one second, but let's start with this. At what age do we, is the appropriate age to stop making a very big deal about birthdays? And I ask that because it seems to me, to your point, the bi- every single person I know with that with happy birthday, love you, like, you know what? I'm 54 years old. Like, yeah. my birthday is just another freaking day. Like, yeah. it, 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 stop acting like I'm six. We're not having a party. There's not going to be a cake. There are no candles. Why do we keep, we're adults. Like, I, we used to live in a world where your birthday stopped mattering when you got to high school. Now, everybody went to, oh, happy birthday, love you, hope you have a special day. Stop it already. When, when did this start, and when can we stop it? Diana, help. I have girlfriends in their mid-40s yeah. who, when it's one of their birthdays in their friend group they throw in money and then buy that person a gift and have a birthday party they're like they have husbands and children going to college (laughs) like that's weird because my answer to that because when my girlfriend was complaining about it she's like i gotta chip in for this girl she wants the (laughs) chanel purse i go tell her to go buy it herself she's almost 50 you know um when you're a child you can't buy yourself a gift you don't have your own money the moment you have your own money people should stop buying you gifts on your birthday this is ridiculous and i'm not interested in hearing from you only on my birthday right if you're like awfully happy that i'm now 32 but i haven't talked to you since the day i turned 31 that's right don't text me that's right i love just happy birthday and like a balloon you're like that's all you got for me not like how you doing just send a little send a little gift like the little like my mariachi (laughs) band singing happy birthday i like that your father Well, happy birthday. You're starting a really good age. I think 32 to 32 is very good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But now let me get to the really important question. Because you are well aware that Hembo and his wife, Liz, are now expecting their first children. I say that purposely. It's not a child. It's a pair of children. Mm. They are having uh, twin girls in September. Wonderful news. Mazel tov. Congratulations. All that is good. Happy birthday. I want you to ask Diana, (laughs) as a recently pregnant woman herself, Mm -hmm. Mikey is how old now? Mikey is going to be nine months this week. Nine months. So she has has experienced what your wife is now beginning to experience quite recently. Ask me the question you asked. Just ask aloud the question Mm -hmm. you asked me in the office this morning. Right. So the, the pregnancy has seemingly affected most her appetite and her energy. When it comes to the appetite... There's a lot of weird stuff going on here. So like now, a few, on a few different occasions, she has asked me while in bed at night to go downstairs and get her an ice cream sandwich. So that's what she likes. You're, you're shaking your head as if that's normal. Is that normal? I mean, if she asked for pickles or, or like, yeah, you there's know. There's nothing wrong like, with wanting an yeah, ice cream ice sandwich. Go ahead, I feel get like to the point. pregnant the, or not. The point Ask is, the question. Is she milking this? Is she not milking this? Or does oh, it no. not matter? The thing when you're pregnant, the craving, it comes on so strongly and you can't stop thinking about it. So I'm going to defend her in this space. Defend because- her? Yell at him. You're a schmuck. How many times do I have to tell you? When she says, get me an ice cream sandwich and you're like, you know, I think stuff. she's milking this. But it's like milking it's like eight it. o'clock. Is carrying two human beings yeah. that you're responsible for, and you're sitting there like a lump doing nothing. She's asking you for an ice cream sandwich, and you're bitching to me about it? I would be happy to go get her, you know, carrots and hummus, 
chicken breast clean. Oh, good I clean see fuel. what you're doing. Yeah. You're upset that she's not providing healthy food to the twins. This is the lifestyle. You're, you're no, now that's t- not even what he's doing. He doesn't feel like getting up and going down and getting she's the not sandwich. Asked, she's not saying go to Dairy Queen and make, get a Sunday. It's the refrigerator. If it's she the told you, if she told you there was one ice cream parlor and it's a 45 minute drive mm-hmm. away, and that is the only place she can get what she desperately wants. You know what you're doing? What you're putting on your robe and you're getting in the car and you're driving the 45 minutes and you're getting the ice cream what is the matter diana yell at him mike this is a really bad start why i'm very concerned yes me too <laughs> this is gonna be a so, okay, long so tell me. Be more off pregnancy and a long life together what is the statute of limitations here though is it like po- after she has these two babies right no the statute of limitations what? is when little doris and Susanna, or whatever you're gonna name these two girls go to college that is the statute of limit from now until then. She gets 19 years of ice cream sandwiches. At minimum. Whenever she wants. Do Correct. you understand what's going on with her body right now and what she's feeling with two? I only carried Vaguely. one little human being right. that would not <laughs> stop kicking me, and I felt like my side was going to fall out of uh-huh. me. The, it is such an uncomfortable feeling at all times. And then having to work and function and be a, a, a good person, be a She's good wife. She's traveling. Lizzie is traveling She's around. She's traveling? Yes, all over the she place for Vegas work. last week. What? <laughs> and you're complaining about ice cream sandwiches when you sit here and you just Google facts all day? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? Okay, some- you put up trivia That's in the correct. morning. That's your accomplishment. Right. And you're going to be mad at her yes. you have some for wanting resources. a sandwich. I don't just use Google. In uh, fair, fair enough. But but you are primarily a Googler. That is basically you have learned to Google faster than most people, and that's why everyone <laughs> makes such a big deal out of you. Meanwhile, she's finding she's doing site surveys for the NBA. She's actually covering for another person she's doing and two doing jobs my NBA want. shows yeah. and doing first take. Mm-hmm. She's schlepping around to making sure that we have pizza when we go show up on our show. Me and Stephen A and company. And in the meantime, you're complaining about going down to the refrigerator to get her an ice cream Again, sandwich. if it were a, a, a more healthy option, it'd be different. I, I have know. an idea. Yeah. I'm going to help you here. Mm-hmm. Go. I think the next trip she goes on, which I'm assuming will probably be soon, you mm-hmm. call that hotel. You call, say, please connect me to the restaurant. And you send up an ice cream sundae for her. Wow. And you just say, happy first, happy first Mother's Day. Okay. Yes, yes. Now we've got an okay. idea here. See that? Yes, and someone else can carry them up, not me. <laughs> See, he's, he has no chance, right? He has no chance of getting any of this right. There are no words to describe. You know what Philly guys are like. This is just how it, bad it, They're brutal. Now. They're right. brutal. Diana, we know you have a busy day. Thank you for hanging out and helping here. You are an honorary member of the Hashtag Crew, and there is no greater honor I could possibly bestow. Lizzie, let's get divorce attorneys now. <laughs> we'll chip in together. <laughs> well done, Diana. Thank you. All right, we'll roll on here coming. As a million things I didn't get to there, including the one player in the worst position I've ever seen in anyone in sports and a guy who says he's not changing his ways. And I get it, even though he's wrong. Greeny, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? All right, so Draymond Green said an interesting thing yesterday. You may have seen the very important news that Draymond is not having his flagrant two rescinded or reduced that had him ejected from game one. Now, you might say to yourself, all right, well, they won the game anyway, no harm, no foul. Not quite right. The way the system works in the NBA playoffs is you have an accumulation of flagrant points. Each flagrant is a point. He now has two. When you get to four, you get suspended for a game. And I would remind everyone that that is why he got suspended in the NBA Finals. When LeBron and the Cavaliers came back to beat them from 3-1 down, they came back for one reason and one reason only. And that is because Draymond Green had been suspended, not for kicking LeBron in the ding-ding, but because that was the flagrant that put him over the top. And as a consequence, because of all the flagrant points he had built up throughout the playoffs, he got suspended, and it flat cost his team a championship, okay? And not just any championship. It cost his team a 73-win title. They would have to be in the discussion for greatest team in NBA history until the end of time. Because no team is going to eclipse that. No team is winning 74 games. The way they handle the NBA regular season now, (laughs) I don't know that any team is going to play 74 games, much less win 74 games. So to win 73 games and cap it off with a championship, they would have staked a claim, planted a flag towards being the best team in NBA history. Now, I never would have thought they were, but that wouldn't have mattered. They would have been able to argue it, and who could argue against it? Who can argue against the 72 Dolphins? I can say I think the 85 Bears are the best team ever. And they will look at me and say, oh, yeah? Did they lose a game? I mean, I I lose the argument. So the Warriors would have had that forever. And they don't because Draymond was being Draymond. So when he says, I'm never going to stop playing the way I play, which he did yesterday. Play basketball for a living. Have an incredible family, incredible life. I'm not picked on. There's other people that's picked on. I'm no victim. I'm good money. I told y'all on my podcast, I, I, that's, my reputation is a badge of honor. Not everybody can earn that reputation. So life goes on. I'm never going to change the way I play basketball. It's gotten me this far. It's gotten me three championships, four all-stars, defensive player of the year. Not going to change now. So I get it. So for anyone who doesn't remember where Draymond Green came from, he was a second-round pick from Michigan State. I watch the Big Ten more than I watch all the other conferences in college basketball combined. If you had told me Draymond Green, when he was playing at Michigan State, was going to wind up being in the Basketball Hall of Fame, I would have said, you have never seen a basketball game in your life. And he is. And he deserves to be. To his everlasting credit, he has made himself into an unbelievably valuable player. I voted for him as an all-star starter this year. So I'm not a Draymond basher. But I guess what I'm saying is I kind of see both sides of this. I see him saying, I'm not going to change the way I go about my business. Look where it's gotten me. And he's right. But the other side of it is, you know where it also might get him? It might get him knocked out of the playoffs. 
He gets two more of those, and he gets suspended for a game in the Phoenix series. That could easily be the difference between this team winning a championship and not. So where does he wind up? Let me bring Bubba in on this, because Bubba, you're a man with a, with a really interesting perspective on life, and, and I, I like the way you look at things. So it's sort of like rock, hard place, Draymond Green, somewhere in between them. Because if he changes the way he is, then he isn't Draymond Green anymore, and he loses all of his value because he's not, he's not a three and D. He's not anything. He's just, he is like sort of a person unto himself. He plays his own game, and it's incredibly valuable. But it also could cost his team a championship. So, Bubba, what do you think? Yeah, I think he, he can change. I think if he starts to change, then you're, you're kind of getting that, that thing, that, that uh, way when it's like you can't, sl- you, you can't uh, ease up if, uh, you know, or play halfway to try and uh, not get injured because that's when you get injured. It's that same that same uh, mentality because if he's not going to play all the way hard, he's just not going to be a normal Draymond. Then he's just he's just going to be out there. It's not going to be as good, you know. the The way for Draymond to be successful is to play all out the way Draymond is, the way he's always been. If he's not going to be that player, he's just going to be a different player. It's not going to be the way they need him to be. So I think he has to be all out, or it's just not going to be the worth worthwhile having him out there. What, what do you think, Nuno? Because th- there's two pieces to this. There's the physical piece. When, and we've seen, you know, the kicks and the, the other day it was the, you know, dragging down by the jersey. There's also the yelling at the refs, all the other stuff that kind of comes with him that comes with. I mean, you saw the way he behaved when he got thrown out of the game the other day. Can you tone any of that down and still be as effective and important as he is? I don't think he can. I think there's a, you know, there's a he plays with a joy, right? Like, and I think it's been missing the last couple of years because Steph and and has been hurt and Clay's been hurt, and they, you know, they haven't reached this. And I think there, that's what he brings to the table when they're really good and that any deviation for that I think affects not only him but this team and at this point in time you just hope it doesn't happen at the wrong time what do you think uh Hembo final thought I think Nuno and Bubba are both wrong to me even if you are a highly successful person you can still identify an area of your life that you can improve to make you a slightly better one. To me, there's no obvious reason why Draymond Green can't still be a Hall of Fame basketball player who doesn't quite show his temper so badly as to hurt his team down the road. It's like What he said is like me saying, I'm not going to allow new speed limits to affect the way that I drive. Okay, then you're not allowed to complain if the cops pull you over for speeding. To me, it's pretty simple and straightforward. And he's, 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 sort, of built, he's sort of preloading the no, argument no, no, to no. excuse so future are, bad behavior. Are you going to start pronouncing one correctly then? <laughs> yeah. I am I'm, not. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Nuno? No, I was going to say that there's, the speed limit is a law. There isn't specific laws to this, right? It's very ambiguous. Mm. What he did might have been only a flagrant one if, like, Greeny did it. Like, so there's he's not breaking any like breaking any laws. He's tippy toeing to that. So, it's like, complicated. I think, yes, I think what it, you're saying it, is it's complicated, and you're right. It, it, it is a complicated subject, and it could very well wind up deciding who wins the NBA championship this year. Back in a flash, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.